How would you like to explore an ancient holistic practice that today's guest has actually called the first model of theoretical physics to explain the universe? Yeah, we're going deep. Hi, it's Cheryl Sitz, welcoming you back to another episode of Exploring Possibilities, a journey to remember who you are. You can find every episode since 2012 on our website at journeyofpossibilities.com. And new shows come out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, other popular podcast platforms, and youtube.com slash Cheryl Sitz. If you like learning and growing with us, buy us a cup of coffee, will you? So we can keep bringing you these free shows. We appreciate any support you can give us at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. And joining us in just a moment, Dr. Gabriel Filet. Hi, I'm Mario Rosales. I am the producer of Exploring Possibilities. I actually do IT work. I do website design. I do uh, remote support. You know, one of the things that I've been having recently, I've been working with people that are on Wix. And at the beginning, even I had the idea that Wix wasn't that powerful. But as I started working with it, I found out that there is so much more in there that we are not taking advantage of. We're not taking advantage of its database functionality. We're not taking advantage of their autoresponders. And a lot of this comes included for free in some of their packages. I've learned the system very well to the point that I can train you on how to do it. Or if you ask me to to do some complicated task, I can design it for you within Wix. Then after I'm done, I give you the training on how to use it. And then if you have any troubles, you can always call me. Thank you. I am Mario Rosales, and you can reach me at MarioRosales.com. Let me help you out wherever I can. Thanks. Dr. Gabriel Filet is a professor of business information technology at the University of Applied Sciences and Arts, Northwestern Switzerland. He studied theoretical physics at Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich and has spent decades studying and speaking internationally about the Yi Ching or I Ching. He explores its applications in decision-making for leaders, a very interesting topic. I met Dr. Gabriel through the Houston Ions Group, participating in an experiment he was working on, and I had to have him on the show. We've never talked about the I Ching. What a great opportunity. Welcome, Dr. Gabriel. Hello. Hi. Thank you for being with us. (laughs) Yes, a long way. How is the weather in Switzerland? Well, these two last days, it's very bad. So Mm. we had the chance to have some sunny days, the last Sunday and Saturday, but now it's not really happiness here. Oh, it's been kind of crazy all over the world, but I guess that's a symbol of the times that we're living in. Mm. I am so glad that you are taking the time to visit with us. I'm curious how such a science-oriented person found the I Ching and became as intrigued as you obviously have. Interesting questions. Uh, If you are scientifically guided, then um, you have to to look about the experiments. And um, my first meeting with the I Ching was uh, more than 40 years ago. I was with my uh, girlfriend. Uh, We had the discussions. And she she was older than me, and she was already working with <clears throat> Sege Jung, um, the Swiss psychoanalyst, to discover the so-called uh, synchronicity principles. And she knew about the I Ching. And we were uh, arrived at the discussions, and we weren't able to to take decisions. Uh, should we do it that way or the second way or we have three, three, three different options. And she told me, okay, she, she would have a, a, a new tool to solve this kind of solutions, but 
She she told me I don't know because you're so uh, a physicist and maybe the <laughs> you you are not uh, ready to to accept the way this method is is working. And I told her, well, why not? Let's try. And this was my first experience with the Ching, and the answers I received was so impressive to me that I get very suddenly the convictions that book will go with me a long way in my life. And more than 40 years later, it is still on my uh, table. That's fascinating. So it seems like you're saying that for instances where we have choices, this or that person or decision, those are the instances <clears throat> when this is a modality that can be most beneficial for us? Exactly, exactly. Indeed, you may consider the Ejings as a, a system that encodes the dynamic of change in the universe in a global way. And using Ejings is um, establishing a kind of connections uh, with some archetypical uh, sources of informations. And these informations are not reachable by using strictly rational methodology. So it sounds today like something like esoteric or magic, but it's not. It's a field of informations we can connect through the aging's, and we can use these informations to solve our daily problems. This information field, you're referencing the morphic, what you call the morphic field, or what is scientifically referred to as the morphic field? Exactly, uh, and it's it's not that easy to define, you know, yes. uh, verbally what the morphic field is, but the morphic fields is, uh, well, we, we can make a comparison with, we, we know the gravitational field, we know the electromagnetic field, and these two fields are carrying energy, gravitational energy or electromagnetic energies. And the morphic fields I'm talking about is not delivering or carrying energy, but informations in an encoded way. So we've heard in, we've had a lot of different people on this show that tend to speak more metaphysically. We've heard reference given to the idea that every thought that we have can manifest in some form of energy or some some way that can be tapped into so that all of the thoughts and the feelings that we're having are generating into the atmosphere? Is that the morphic field? Well, when you talk about the uh, uh, atmosphere, I think that the morphic fields uh, is a field, but we don't know yet the real structures of these morphic fields. So, I mean, we get, we, 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 we can get some sensations, you know, yes. uh, by, by our five cents, by, by, my, by the eyes and optical signals. Hmm? Yes. Or we get informations by sound waves hmm? or by touching some things, measuring some things. So, and <clears throat> uh, this is what we call, this is what we, we think we are not able to get uh, informations without using these channels of sensing. Yes. And these informations we, we, we can touch or we can make available 
using the morphic fields. They belong to a completely different order of informations. Okay. It's not using our brain. And I mean, in this, in this scope, you know, we are, we are more consciousness. We, we are using the consciousness and uh, in the morphic fields, the consciousness is not based is not a part of the brain. The brain is only um, <clears throat> a tool to activate the consciousness, but the consciousness is outside the body. Yes. So the consciousness is not a part of our brain, but the consciousness we have, we are, needs the brain to install a kind of communications between these informations we can encode it and activate in your daily life. So this this uh, means we are we have to consider the universe where we are in a different way than in the mechanical biological way. Yes. And so, this is what the aging is not very well accepted by the you know mainstream uh, scientific community. Right. It's your understanding from studying this for decades that in, in a nutshell we ask a question, uh, which political candidate, which what should I have for breakfast, whatever the question, and we assign values to the different possible responses. And then we toss these coins and they are somehow tapping into that information field and delivering us the best possible answer? Yes. I mean, I don't know if you ask the agings to, to shape, you know, uh, a better breakfast. I don't know what kind of answer <laughs> you will get. <laughs> well, I was trying not to go to the super serious, but you are yeah, yeah, teaching yeah, yeah, this yeah. for but, leaders, I so mean, it is you serious. Can, you know, you can use the agings for for anything you want because <laughs> the, you know there is. I would like to to say there is nothing sacred in the agings. The aging is a pragmatic tool. We can use it, but you know you don't have to 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 buy a Rolls Royce just to go shopping. Hmm? <laughs> I like so that. and if you use the aging, it's not really <laughs> the best way to use it to ask. So should I have a coffee or a tea cups <laughs> for the breakfast? So it's the same. But you 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 can do that. You know you can do that. It's okay. Where have you seen this applied? Where it really made a difference? Well, there's uh, many many uh, ways to to do it. But most of the times when people comes to me, they have a, a very precise questions. But they, they say, well, uh, I don't know how I can formulate it. Uh, uh, I don't have a very, you know, uh, <clears throat> very well-defined problems. And then I say to them, look, uh, the aging, the, the basic assumptions of the aging of all the, the, the morphic fields is that the universe has intentions. And you are a part of the universe. So this means you have some intentions of the universe to fulfill. And to start a very interesting conversations with the agings, which means with yourself, <laughs> you may ask, where am I in my life? Am I in the right way? Where am where I staying? So, and then... 99% of the times, so you go through the coins throwing and then you get hexagrams, 
and 99% of the times the people are so, so impressed by the answer they receive. They tell me, so what? That's not possible. How <laughs> it's possible? It's so clear. It's so close to my today situations. I can't believe it. And then we start to work on it. So, and we look uh, on the hexagrams. Hexagram is a, is a figure mm -hmm. uh, with six lines. We have broken line. We have straight lines. Broken lines means uh, a yin symbols and the straight lines yang symbols. And then we have a mature yin or yang yin. So we they, they are mutating. And for every hexagrams, we have a clear explanations of archetypical situations. And for every lines which are changing, we also have a comment. And then with all these, with only these 64 pictures of the universe, all the possible uh, movements or change in the universe are explained. And the, 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 the game is how to interpret the very generic meaning of these hexagrams to apply the dynamic of the hexagrams to the real situations we are considering. It seems kind of complicated to me. It seems simple in one hand and then kind of it gets complex very quickly. Um, it, it, does it take well, a while for people to learn how to do this for themselves? I mean, you can you can start. You know, you need the, the the needed instructions are very few, so you just have to learn how to fold the coins and how to calculate the hexagrams. So after ten minutes, you can start it. Hmm? Wow, that's pretty good. But yes, it's very. But then, I mean, the the the, uh, the hard stuff uh, starts when you have to to consider the meaning of the hexagrams you have received. Yes. And to apply this meaning to your current situations. Yes. This I, needs a lot of time and um, patience, reading, thinking about, meditating about. And this is a hard piece of work. I found the same to be true with dowsing. The, answer, the information that we get back is only yes. as good as the questions that we ask. And so <laughs> when we, when it, the more confusing, the possibly there's more opportunity for clarity of question and deeper questions is that how it you works you are completely right you know dowsing uh, i mean the dowsing you know the, the pendulum is only an indicator i mean the the informations you get is in your body is not in the in the pendulum yes. so the pendulum is only an indicator about something and it is very uh, basic because it has uh, only a, a limited set of uh, of indications yes no maybe or maybe not so it's not it's, it the dowsing it not this uh, you know the the systemic like the aging's the aging is beyond a very strict and highly sophisticated logic. Yes. So the dowsing to have to interpret a lot by yourself, and the aging's if two persons practicing the aging with the same level, they will get the same deductions. You know, and then the dowsing is not that clear because the the range of uh, personal freedom is is higher than using hygiene. 
So dowsing is more about the, the personal, the individual, and the I Ching is more about the, the information that's out in the field. Is that what you're saying? No, I would say with the dowsing, you're also connected to the morphic fields. Hmm? But the translations, you know, from the, the, the decoding of the informations ah, okay. is, not, is not as systematic as with the I Ching. Do you do you follow me or is I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I do. Yes. It's not I mean, if I ask this is not because I think you uh, it's too complicated for you but maybe I I, I don't have explained it very well. So You're doing great it's, it's, and your English it's, is wonderful. It's, <laughs> it's more my fault than 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 yours, you know. <laughs> That's one point. No worries, no worries. Please, it's great. Please. Yeah. You've obviously taken a deep dive into this. Do you use this a lot in your own daily life? Well, in my situations, I'm, I'm uh, every day and every moment, I'm uh, somehow coupled with the aging. So if I'm outside working and I see some things done, it's, I get suddenly some connections. Oh, that maybe correspond to the hexagram uh, 21, the line fifth. Hmm? So... Uh, I'm completely uh, immersed in the I Ching. Yes. You're always getting more information about the responses that you're getting to the questions that you're asking. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not all the time asking questions, but I'm all the time trying to understand better the implications and the connections between the hexagrams because Ah. they are bound by families. Hmm? What do you mean by that? You know that we have 64 hexagrams. Yes, and these hexagrams are organized in in a kind of families. We we call them nuclear families or uh, pre-event families, and through these families they exchange informations. So there is relationships between hexagram number, for example, forty-one and sixty-one. So and the the my my <clears throat> what I really like to do is to understand. What is the difference between hexagram 41 and 61? Because when you are asking a questions, the hexagrams you are receiving correspond exactly and the best to the situations. This means if you want to, to understand really much why these hexagrams correspond to the situations, you have to know the differences between the hexagrams. Yes. So you have to bring some contrast between the hexagrams to, to clearly understand ah this hexagrams means this and this and this in these situations, and the other hexagrams maybe have some similarities, but they are uh, somehow different. So and the differences between the hexagrams is very critical to to deliver a good interpretations. I I see. It seems to me like this is a an excellent tool for connecting science and what's formerly only been called spirituality, this idea that there's information out there that we can tap into. And I would think that as a scientist, you would definitely be pursuing ways to document this scientifically. Is that the research that you are trying to work on independently? Yes, yes, yes. You are so right. I mean, we have a lot of, you know, comparisons between the way the aging is working and the way quantum mechanics yes. works. 
Mm. I mean, quantum mechanics is very well established uh, technology or science. Yes. Everyone knows how to use quantum mechanics to do, you know, a lot of, I mean, of all our today reality uh, is based on quantum mechanics. Computers need quantum mechanics. Uh, cellular phones need quantum mechanics. GPS uh, needs physics and quantum mechanics. And we know how to use it, but no one in the world understands really why it works. Right. <laughs> yes, but we know it works. Yes. And aging exactly the same. So we are not now in the situations to understand why it works and probably will never be we are not never going to be able to understand how it works, but we can use it. Right. But if we can't if we try to understand or if you want to understand the the uh, why what is happening between the throwing of coins and the creations of an hexagrams, if we want to understand this process, we are far away. But yes. we still can use that process. Absolutely. This is what you know, uh, Carl Gustav Jung, this very famous uh, psychoanalyst, and Wolfgang Pauli, one of the most important physicists of the 20th century, they, they postulated a principle, they call it synchronicity principles. And the synchronicity is a principle much uh, encompassing the principle of causality. It says that two events, they don't have to be linked together using a causal chain. They are linked together because they are creating meaning. Yes. And this is the basic of the aging. I mean, when you do an aging, so you have the coins or, you know, the yellow stalks. So, and you have an inner, inner situations, that is your questions. And using a non-causal process like the coins or the yellow stalks, you are creating an object of the physical reality, the hexagrams. And these connections is not causal, but it creates meanings for you. And the meaning is the significations of the hexagrams. So using aging is creating a synchronicity. Yes. And that's a wonderful thing. But yes, it is. We, we are not able, we, I, I, I guess our brain biology is not strong enough or they don't have the connections for us to understand what happens beyond causality. We are quite good in describing causality, but we do not understand why it is causal. Hmm? <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, the, many, you know, the, the good question is ask me what is the cause of the cause? Hmm? Why mm. do we have causality? We don't know. But if everything is a cause, so then causality should have one cause. 
Well, and at the end of the day, if, as you started out saying, if the process works, why do we need to understand all of that? I mean, obviously, as a scientist, the science part of us wants to understand, but for practical application, I would think just being able to see that these results can be replicated time and time again, that we can trust them is enough to know that we can use them. Yes, absolutely. But the scientific community uh, <laughs> just refuse the aging because it doesn't belong to the frames assigned to the science. Right. I right. mean, it means so, uh, and they just refuse to experiment it, you know? Yes. They, they just say, it's not possible. It's just bullshit. Hmm? Yeah. But they never tried to do an experience because in my experiences, I've noticed many, many times that for the same questions, you know, I have uh, working on something and it it lasts six months for uh, uh, even more. And every time I'm asking the questions, I get the same hexagrams or an hexagrams very, very close to that. Hmm? Yes. And that would be enough to to consider it more than just a hooky pooky. Hmm? Right. <laughs> yes. And then one po- point more, you know, I mean, the, when the, the scientifics means we understand the world. That's not true. We right. do not understand. We describe it. Yes. We are just describing. We are telling stories about things we look at. For example, when we do chemistry. So we are telling stories about atoms. We don't know what really that means to be an atom. <laughs> mm? And we, 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 we tell a story about two atoms, hydrogens and oxygens meeting together and producing water. Yes. But we do not understand. <laughs> and the better we get at telling the story, the more we call it understanding. And we're not yes. understanding at yes. all. We're just making mm-hmm. a better story. But right? we are al- always <laughs> telling stories about things we do not understand. I mean... We are talking about uh, all the, the, you know, the, the, the classical uh, science. Yes. When you do science, what do you do? You look at uh, some events you can observe, and then you try to, to project these events on something we call the space, using a parameters we call time, and some concept like energy kinetic energy or what kind of energy hmm? mm-hmm. but <laughs> i mean the 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 concept of space is a very shady one because we don't know what really space means <laughs> it it's it's a it's a consensus you know yes. we agree that we call something space something we don't know much about hmm? right but it's absolute convenient if you want to describe traveling from Houston to, to New York. Hmm? Yes. So you have your axis and then you have these times. But I mean, the times we are using to, to, to go from Houston to, to New York, hey, it has nothing to do with the real time. <laughs> it's a model. And this model is, is extremely powerful. Yes. So the technology based on the principle of causality, is extremely powerful. And, the, and this powerfulness is its biggest enemy. Right. 
That's the problem. And we are coming up and saying, well, listen, that, uh, uh, this is my way. I consider causality is something very fantastic. But, I mean, we can, we can also use another uh, concept. We don't know more about, than, about causality, but we can use it. And this is called the synchronicity principle. Mm-hmm. So if you want, now we are, uh, do you know the book from uh, Arari, Homo Sapiens? No, I'm not familiar with that book. Tell me about it. Well, it is, uh, it is a very fantastic book, a bestseller. I would say in the uh, uh, 2012 now. And then he, he wrote Homo, Homo Sapiens. The second one was Homo Deus. And I would say the next very age of the humanity will be called Homo Synchronicitus. <laughs> this means when the mankind uh, has then developed a kind of affinity to the synchronicity. Yes. And that will, that will change the way we are living. We will be completely, you know, holistic because we may be able to use all our resources. Yes. Which, which we, we already have, but we, don't, we just don't look at it because it doesn't correspond to the pictures the basic science likes to give us. Right. But the awakening community is really tapping into synchronicities. And there's a lot of conversation about it, how, wow, my life gets really exciting when I pay attention to the synchronicities and I, and I flow uh, with them. It's an those. arrangement. It's an arrangement. Yes. And using aging, you know, the, well, we, the, probably we, we think, we, we look at synchronicity at something happening. So we cannot, we cannot direct you cannot order a synchronicity. Right. But with the aging, you can. You have synchronicity on demands. Wow. Yes. So I have to ask the most obvious question that most listeners that are unfamiliar Please. with this until now would be asking. How do I get started? Can you recommend for someone just beginning with this a particular uh, book or website? Or do you have a workshop that we can do online or something to, to connect and learn how to start to use this in our lives? Well, uh, many, there are many, many, many books. Uh, most of them are not that good. <laughs> Well, thank you for saving uh, us the time on those then. <laughs> yes, I, I think we are still missing my book. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> well, I have to start to write it, you know, so that's a problem. <laughs> oh, please do take the time because we would yes, really like, yes, or maybe yes, just yes. do I'm a little fighting, video I'm class. Fighting, I'm fighting every day with that, you know, so, <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Um, but, I mean, there are some uh, good books and uh, probably the one of the best is from Richard Wilhelm. And can you spell it, that last name, please? Uh, Richard, so R-I-C-H-A-R-D. Yes. Wilhelm is uh, W-I-L-H-E-L-M. Okay. Yes. And this is the, this is the fundamental basic books on hitching. Okay. Yes. Good. That's a good place yeah. to start while we wait for your book. And I, yes. I suggest that you work with the Yi Ching to find the perfect time to release your book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. One, one advice. I mean, if you, if you want to start working with the Yi Chings, 
do not start reading the books like a normal book, you know. Don't do that. Okay. Because if you do that, uh, I, I guess after half an hour, you will say, what the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so how should I use the book then? You should have a questions. I mean, just read the introductions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but do not start reading the hexagrams, you know, uh, hexagram number one, then number two, in a linear way. Hmm? Yes. But read the instructions. Uh, if you have some problems concerning this, you can send me a mail. Uh, I will be happy to help you. And then when you have a questions, ask the questions and look at the hexagrams. And it will, it will be very fast give you some precious hints about how to consider your questions or how to formulate a good answers. And the more you do it, the, pro- the deeper you will go into the meanings of the hexagrams. But already at the first readings, you will get some evidence about the, you know, the impact of the hexagrams and the situations you are considering. And please- this will give you... The, the, the requested endurance, you know, and patience to study aging more. Could you possibly give us a sample question so that we can hear the way it's formatted and get some idea how we would get started? Well, I mean, the very, very, uh, when I do some seminars, you know, uh, the, the audience likes to, to finalize the seminars with a try. Yes. And then the, the questions I, 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 I propose is, Ask the aging's what benefits it will give you in your life. What benefits will you get to use aging's for your life? I like that. And then, and how this would is we know? Very, very impressive what you get. <laughs> would we guess answers and assign them values, or how do we begin to interpret the results from such a broad question? Well, the problem uh, assigning a value is not that easy because you know, uh, I mean the 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 the, um, the way the aging's is considering the universe is a qualitative way. So we are interesting about the quality of the moment you are considering your questions. Hmm? Yes. So it, this means that times as some. Characteristics will change. I mean, uh, the times is not the same. The time yesterday is not the times for today. It, the, the times has some inner qualities, and the times from today's may be very, very useful to do some things, but yes. tomorrow it will be too late. So you have to use the, the time as some configurations. And some configurations will be more profitable for doing this and not doing this. Hmm? Yes. So, and this is the way you understand your situations is what time qualities do I have now? And aging is uh, like surfing uh, on the waves of the time qualities. Will this book help us with starting to recognize where possibly we can tweak the way we're asking the questions or interpreting the answers? Is there any of that in there, or is it mostly about procedure? No, the book will help you to, to, uh, better, to better understand yourself, 
to okay. better understand your needs, to better understand how to be connected to the universe, to better, uh, to better understand what you can improve and how you may improve it. Yes. So it's like a compass helping you to find out your way in this universe. I love that. You are definitely primed to write this book, to write your book and help <laughs> Thank us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Considering <laughs> we're not even speaking your native language, and yet you're laying it all out so beautifully for us. You do very well in English, so I can only imagine with all the other translations, you'd be helping us around the world. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. I, I just take a notice, Cheryl will support me in writing that book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mentally, of course. <laughs> so, it's good to hear that, you know, that's uh, it's, uh, very, I feel comfortable. Good. Yes. Good. You're doing a great job. We really appreciate you sharing all of this with us. We're about out of time. So I'd like to ask you, after everything that we have and haven't discussed, just what parting thought about the I Ching and this time that we're living in would you like to leave listeners with today? Well, I would say, you know, we are part of the universe. The universe has uh, intentions. These intentions of the universe is changing all the times. It's not like, you know, the, we, are, we are in the world uh, is ruled is by some, some algorithm. And it is not the same like, you know, in the Newton uh, pictures of the universe, which we are the world like clockwork. Hmm? So the, the, the intentions of the universe is changing. Uh, it is a kind of intelligence, very deep, deep, deep intelligence. And this intelligence is modeling herself all the times, is changing all the times. And this implies that if we want to stay aligned to the intentions of the universe, we have to get some feelings about the changings we are going through and to accept the changings. And a way to better understand what changings we have to go through is using the aging. That's wonderful. Thank you very much for that. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. I can't wait to read your book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, start reading the Wilhelm Reich, uh, uh, Richard Wilhelm. Hmm? And I need, I, I still need some, some couple of years hmm, to oh. do that. Yes. Okay, well, I'll be waiting. I will send you one ex uh, issue. Perfect. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll become your biggest cheerleader. Dr. Okay. Gabriel Filet, am I saying that yes. correct? Yay, I got it right. Thank you so yeah, much yeah, for being perfect. with us today. And thank you, listener, for joining us. Please let us know what you thought of this interview and how you might use it in your life. We'd love to hear from you at journeyofpossibilities.com. And we'll see you mm -hmm. next time on Exploring Possibilities.